0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, this is Tom Cruise, and your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to listen to this really, really great San Spence radio podcast. Wow. Hi, this is Boston actor Mark Wahlberg, and when I'm not busy waking up at 3 a.m. to pray and work out, you'll find me hitting the gritty at my local Vietnamese restaurant. Stay blessed.
1: Ho, ho, ho. Ho, 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 fam. <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Maybe we we'll nice. change it to that permanently. Ho fam. We'll put a Santa ho, hat. Ho, 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 fam. What about hey, ho? That's pretty good. Let's go. Hey, ho, let's go. It could be a, um, you know, a Ramones retrospective pod, or it could be like a hey, ho, like a Ebonics a style podcast. Oh, that's that pretty good. Calling women ho. Probably men. the first one. Or I reckon, you could uh, also uh, throw it back to 2010 with that whole genre of music where like, People that looked like they they brewed craft beer and lived in Austin would say, like, hey, ho, in songs, you know, like Lumineers style.
2: Oh, yeah, I'm so glad I missed that wave completely. Yeah, I mean, I think you and I were like, these are the great things that happen when you don't work at a radio station. Well, they're
1: like, they're still around. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a horrible genre. It's music for people that don't like music.
2: But even like Mumford and Sons, like, that shit. I completely missed all that shit. I missed that shit. It
1: was like the. Well, we're, we're, what mean doesn't kill you it. makes you like stronger you're upset That it's past you Or
2: No as in like I, I couldn't tell you A Mumford and Song song Yeah same Do they do home I'm coming home I'm not sure when? I just That genre is one Is hole. that Mumford and Sons I don't know
1: I don't know I know the names There's like Mumford and Sons Lumineers I don't know what The I mean. only
2: Mumford and Song song I know or no, I don't know the song I just know the clip Because all the comedians Like Will Forte And shit were in it Oh really They, they did one where it was like Will Forte uh, Who's so a <laughs> Who's the uh, Doctor F slur from uh, the Hangover? Ed, oh yeah,
1: Ed Helms, is in it? Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> he's a great character. I might update his um on the Hangover wiki his character name. Yeah, perfect. So the culture, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I definitely
2: definitely missed the the what what do they even call that wave?
1: I just call it like. I just call it like Austin Brewery music It's just oh, Nashville Brewery it, <laughs> reminds me, it reminds me of Nashville It's okay, yeah, like Nashville sure. coffee places Yeah. Where dudes whack. have like They came like number like one in the hottest one Beard oil one year, right? like shit You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like for dudes sure. who rock beard oil That wear like suspenders and Girls who put like daisies in their hair still. Like, Yeah, sure. Okay. They, they're not really committing Suspenders man,
2: that's fucking awful The only people that wear, made suspenders look cool Are the, the boys from RRR Doing The Natu Natu dance, yeah. Well, like, that's a, um, like the one time fat, in my entire life.
1: Fat Southern Lawyers, and I like that one too. Where they're like, I may be a simple man, <laughs> yeah. The, I like those, go- like, you know, the Colonel, yeah, sure. It's my, cool. my favorite attorney, <laughs> he's the attorney of chicken law, uh, jury of 11 herbs and spices. I, um, I, I, I it's awesome because like. Belts are very functional and hidden. <laughs> and I kind of love the suspenders are like, you looking at this. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm keeping my pants up and I've got two reasons why and I need you to look at them.
2: But when the fucking boys in our RR, the RRR boys yeah. incorporated into the dance when they're going like up, that's down, crazy. up, yeah, down and then kicking their legs and stuff. That was real I was like, maybe Stanford I do energy. need to try suspenders I out. was
1: thinking of suspenders the other day I was watching a film and a character had suspended. and your pants suspenders. kept falling down um, <laughs> no someone was rocking them I'm trying to remember who and I was like that's actually pretty nice well we are going to do an update of the
2: movies we've seen in the last week um, so w- w- we can work out which movie it was
1: I think it was an old one
2: You okay but I know you probably watched Mad Max Fury Road an extra Again, two times
1: I'm going to close uh, I'm going to close this window it's raining
2: okay We've uh last week we were talking about a heat wave. We're in the middle. I had I, had, I slept with a sheet, a blanket, and a duna last night. It was unreal. It was cold as heck. Yeah,
1: it was
2: great. I love that shit. Um, I, I love the cold. Yeah, the cold is good. Cold nights are good. Cold hot, nights, are hot great. days are good.
1: Uh, just cold all around. Okay, yeah, right. I like. I could live on hearth really easily. <laughs> I know I could. I I don't. I run very warm, and so. Uh, and like, you know, it's way easy. Oh, everyone who listens
2: to the podcast know that we're (laughs) hot-blooded, hot-blooded man.
1: But it's really easy to like, warm yourself up. It's much harder to cool yourself down. Yeah. I find. I, uh... In this region. Got
2: a quote to add an additional three air conditioning units to my house yesterday.
1: Were we talking
2: uh one in, one in each of the kids rooms because like I've, I've got one in my room and we've got one in the living room yeah so we go to bed kids just sweating yeah, having like
1: fever dreams <laughs> yeah. yeah my parents had one recently and it's just in their room uh because we haven't really needed it before because we're on the beach and so the breeze is great but like ggm uh, gw global warming <laughs> uh so oh, that- they have one in their room now and I'll just be like, I'm coming in. Yeah. <laughs> just like sitting in one of their I'm chairs. sleeping in between you two tonight. Yeah, it's so, <laughs> it's so funny. But they have one in the uh, Airbnb out back too, but not anywhere else in the house. And I'm like, this is insane. Like your guests have this shit and no one else. But
2: yeah, I got a quote for installing one of my office too. Because that, oh, that just yeah, becomes that's a, a hot, hot box.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a stanker. Um,
2: and surprisingly, nowhere near as much as I was expecting. Really? Like I probably do the whole, Aircon. all of them for like less than 5k.
1: Speaking of our kind
2: of been watching The Curse, are you up to date? I'm not. I'm behind on oh almost everything because yeah. it's been an eventful week in the Levin's household. And we'll get to that in Bayfam, I think. Yep. Um, but uh, I did. I have been. It's been.
1: Crazy, it's, crazy uh, pre-promote.
2: Yeah. yeah. Come find out who died in, <laughs> in my like family. In, 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 in the Patreon. Unbelievable. No, I just, <laughs> I don't know. I've, for some reason, <laughs> I've done. A, I...
1: We're going to sell uh, commemorative t-shirts too, if you'd like to be a part of <laughs> the fight for the culture,
2: but it's been school holidays, so I've been. Like, oh yeah,
1: you're out now, aren't huh? you? Had your like run of watching shit during yeah. the day. Uh, you're done till February. Yeah, I mean, I was even today going to be like, I'll come to you if you want, but I was like, nah I know what it's like with your with school holidays. No, I actually
2: that would that would have been good actually, but no, but I've got I've got to go to a. Um, A viewing of a dead body immediately after this episode Is that like legally or like like, like, wait? On it for fun No but it's It's like do do you have to be a witness? You watch the curse I go look at dead bodies
1: Are you like a witness or something?
2: No it's just this is culturally what what is done Where is
1: the body when Uh, you're doing this?
2: Like in a coffin
1: Oh okay so like not at the morgue or something. No like no, no okay no, okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right yeah. Hey, you're spoiling Payfam. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, your neck heads out there that's necrophilia. <laughs> you're going to want to you you want you're going to want to put put $8 US uh, Australian $5 US uh, towards this next app.
2: So first, first day of school holidays, there, there was a screening. Of, what was it? Saturday? Well, actually, no,
1: I've had like extra. The, the,
2: the, so the kids finished on Friday so and and B's just been out. Um, So I've been yeah. full-time Daddy. dad on school holiday mode. Yeah. And uh, we've been just doing cool shit. <laughs> Took the kids to go see um, Migration, the premiere of the new Illumination
1: movie. From the Maniacs that brought you The Rise <laughs> of Gru and Super Mario Brothers, right? That's right. Yeah. Um, They've got quite uh, the roster now, haven't they? They've got the Migration Ducks. They've got the Minions. They've got got the um, Mario Brothers. They've got the Secret Life of Pets. They've got Louis C.K. Dog. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't like Illumination movies, um, but we got invited to the premiere at IMAX and I thought, well, that's, you know, it's the first weekend of holidays. I
1: think it's a great thing to take the kids to. Yeah,
2: we'll take the kids to it. And it was like, make sure you get there early f- for a big surprise. And I was like, what the hell could that be? I was ex- I was expecting... Aquabina. First, I was like, oh, sick. It's going to be like, we're going to get free shit. Yeah. And then... Not like, for kids movies. Lately, I've been like, you know what? They're, they're giving us less and less free shit. Yeah. I didn't even get the chocolate Wonka tooth. They're not
1: even doing food anymore at most things. You get popcorn. This
2: They had popcorn and free soft drinks at this... At, I had at it at so migration. good a year
1: ago, I was thinking at the... um. 20 minute preview of Avatar the Way of Water mm-hmm. that I got invited to and just like it was like Michelin star shit <laughs> Michelin hat or yeah, star yeah. no it was Michelin star shit it was crazy Michelin man Mish the yeah, Mich man yeah it was it was crazy food and it's now like even on the invites when it says like refreshments will be served that you and I used to eat some like dog shit sliders pee- you know there was always yeah, so- yeah. now it's just like old popcorn in the cinema waiting for you i got
2: an invite to the color purple oh, in, me too. in january
1: and you get a a
2: glass of champagne upon arrival i saw that i saw one. the
1: fine print i had my lawyer my <laughs> southern lawyer read over it for me um, <laughs> i haven't even seen the original the spielberg. you know it's like I mean, spielberg's like third or fourth yeah film. i know
2: there's a i, I watched someone did a, a ranking of every spielberg movie and again it was one of those things i was like Wait, what the fuck there's a so bunch of movies i've never even heard of on here because it's like yeah it it that, kind that, of like, hits a
1: gate running and then he has some like really wavy early stuff like Strange receipt Like real big swings and misses He'll like spend half a decade
2: Taking L's 1941 yeah, yeah, Always biggest, yeah. Just
1: like weird And 1941's like a Like a like a, like a sketch comedy show It's yeah. just like vignettes Crazy for like a movie sh- After Jaws or something Totally Yeah but also I respect that heart That's yeah. like That's crazy as hell and then he has like crazy run in the '80s. But 90s. even recently,
2: like you know, he I think it's like uh, Ready Player One, the BFG, mm. like just like movies that everyone fucking
1: hates. And then something like uh, West Side Story, everyone loves. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's like, this is the best Spielberg movie since the '70s. Mm. Crazy shit. Mm. Fablemans You know That's amazing a, that's pretty, He's on a pretty good run At the moment Yeah yeah I think right now We're in a great Twilight era Of the Spillman
2: And more you know As he enters his 80s Hopefully he'll go Have you go, seen full He'll go full, he'll, he'll, he'll go full, full Ridley Yeah I hope so start Shitting Four on the Four movies a year Yeah um, Have you have I have you not seen, not seen Fablemans no. Yeah great shit. I, I, Now that I've, I've Like we're gonna do Our top 10 movies of the year In this episode And like I feel like last year I hadn't seen like seven of the ten movies that you liked the most right. last year. This year, I think I've I've only not seen I I, well, I don't know it, but I reckon I've I've seen all but like one or two of them. Yeah, cool. Which is which is I've a got a missed. much better feeling. I, I
1: put my ten together last night in uh, order, which is hard for me. I don't like ranking stuff. Yeah,
2: I think this is a year that proved that I may be
1: more on the spectrum than you are. <laughs> we have different spectrums. <laughs> That's true. Yours is like <laughs> you're like numbers. Yeah, you're sure. like the accountant. That's yeah. I, like, when gym, like when I'm at
2: the gym, when I'm at the gym, I, I, you know, I can, I can, I, I'll, I'll do the most numbers on all the machines. As well, don't show me. No, I'm just showing. Dude, you. Dude, no, okay. To, to to give everyone an idea of how uh, what an interesting week for me it's been. This week, I ranked every single movie I saw in 2023 so from, from best to worst. What, how long? What, like 40 movies. How do you on even there. do that? I just, it, it's about, because it's, it's not, yeah, I guess it, it, it is also based on pure feeling, which maybe may alludes to the fact that I'm not as on the spectrum as well at the same time. Right. You know? I don't
1: know my, like, I, yeah. I don't understand what these numbers mean either. Right. Okay, sure. Given. Like, I just picked, like, my 10 favorite movies and then try to order them based on, I don't really know. Yeah. Like, I don't really, uh, spoiler alert, like, yeah, I'm not really committed to this list. It'll change in 20 minutes. Oh, me
2: too. I, I think that's good. I think a fluid list is good. But it's I mean... It's a
1: better listening experience for the audience to have a list, a countdown, but... Um. Yeah, I just don't know if I commit to this list. I like. I'd re- told I reckon we have the same movies. by two.
2: Yeah, I reckon we're gonna have. I reckon. Yeah, my, my prediction is we have three the same three of the same movies in the top five. And yeah, I reckon yeah. so. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, I, I I went to migration with the kids. Yeah. When very very I low went to ex- immigration immig- with different kids. Very low expectations. We get to the IMAX, and the big surprise is an enormous inflatable uh, duck yeah, so from. From migration on the water in yeah. Darling Harbour, out the they front love of the cinema, that, shit, that was cool. Like that's like yeah. that, I was like genuinely. No, but I mean,
1: remember like for Vivid one of those like we have a big duck down there. Like, yeah, they for love sure. Just putting giant ducks in Darling Harbour.
2: But uh, yeah, it was one of the kid ducks. I don't know who who the, uh, who the voice was. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, you know you're saying the name of a, of, a, of a water brand. Her name is Aquafina. Aquafina. Yeah. A but isn't it
1: like pronunciation? Like that's the US pronunciation. They call it like Aqua. Oh,
2: that's true. But yeah, okay, sure. I
1: mean, the whole isn't it like that's the joke? That's her name's named after the water brand? I'm sure it's one of many It's very jokes. funny, yeah. yeah. Why, why does she go by that name? Isn't her name like Clarence? or something? he's got a
2: delivery, brother. Someone just knocked on the door. Go. Someone, someone, someone legitimately kidding. just knocked on your door. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> What's this guy doing? Yep. yep, he got a parcel. I wonder what it's going to be. We're going to yep. give each other Christmas presents this episode. Is that for me? No, it's for me. It's Vangus, okay. A book I ordered, like, six well six well let me guess what the book is about. The movies.
1: You're pretty close. <laughs> Do you know what a movie is? Star Wars? No, 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 no. Which movie? <laughs> uh someone related to Star Wars, however.
2: Uh Indiana Jones. No. Actually this is fun. Do you want to guess? Yeah, I'm gonna try and guess. Is it Spielberg? No. But Okay, someone related to Star Wars. They're related. Um Star Trek. No. <laughs> oh, is it in the Lucas realm? Oh, Okay, I'm. I'm very curious now. I don't know if I can get this. I'm very. Oh, it's a nice looking book.
1: Yeah. I had to get it from an art gallery. It was like limited run pre-order.
2: Have a thing. I hate it that. when I can't support Amazon. Yeah, <laughs> the good people at Amazon. Do you know? No. Related
1: to Lucas. Related to Spielberg. Is it like special effects? Not world. No. 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 Is it's it the? It is the collective. I'll give you a hint. It's a. It's a collected works of a, of a filmmaker. Okay, a scrapbook, so to speak, that they kept throughout the production of many. Kubrick. No, is it a lum- more related to Spielberg and Lucas?
2: Besides Lucas besides produced
1: us. something related to this person. Is Zemeckis? No. Uh, am I like? Yeah, it? it's like think of no go back a bit more to the seventies. Think of people who uh, George Lucas was working with very closely in the seventies and produced. Turned down directing a film and ended up producing it for this person.
2: I know I should know this, but my my brain is uh. Is all right. Well, I'm thinking dead body. It, mode. It, it is
1: the collective. It's a scrapbook by Sophia Coppola. Oh, okay. Cool. So he produced Apocalypse
2: Now. He oh, of course, director. Francis. Yeah. Cool. All right. Cool. That's sick. So it's yeah. all of her photos that she took of her dad on set. Everything. Like mood book. Oh, it's a nice looking. She, it's just pink. Yeah, it's a pink her. book. It just like says Sophia Coppola archive. Yeah. I want to see Priscilla. That's a, the Hard. biggest thing on this list is oh. comparing it to other people's lists in America. It's like
1: Ferrari, Priscilla, all this stuff, and I'm like, we haven't seen it. It's even not released fucking in Australia.
2: the new one by um, the guy who did Election, Alexander oh, yeah. Payne. Uh, i say The leftovers. I guarantee
1: you, this list would be different in February next. Year. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. poor one one thing I not come out yet. Yeah. You can really tell the movies is back, which is how you say some movies are back. It's the movies is back from now on is that Australia is once again getting movies stupidly late yeah, that's true and <coughs> I was looking through my list before we get into it you mentioned Fableman's before and I saw Fableman's and Tar this year but they're technically movies from last year so For I didn't sure. put them on this list yeah yeah and they're like prob- Tar would have been my number one did you, wait you said oh I guess uh, do we do a best movies I think I, I put Tar movies? on last year's as yeah, number yeah, one yeah. but it was just like again we're getting this again with the new Michael Mann film Ferrari which doesn't come out till like Jan 18 with um the fucking L-
2: holdovers, uh, is a Christmas movie, holdovers is a Christmas movie, and it's coming movie. out in late January here. The
1: Iron Iron F- Iron Claw.
2: Yep, color uh, purple.
1: Color purple. All these like big big films that we're not getting to like our weird January season. Our here.
2: Boxing Day here, day after Christmas, is bonkers. There's so many movies. What is that- there, is anyone but you. Uh, anyone but you, which Angus saw last week, and we, we, can, we can we can hear in his, attendance
1: uh, of uh with Sydney Sweeney and Brian Brown, the, the two the two
2: gro- goats. So all right, um. Boxing Day is um, anyone but you. Wish,
1: um, poor things. Wait, is Wish not out here yet?
2: Yeah, Wish comes out on Boxing Day.
1: Uh, like, I'm never gonna see it, but that's insane. I'm, I'm
2: seeing it day and date. Boxing Day this year. Um, I've got a, I've got a, I've got a know, children. Children, and fun. and Migration is a is a is a Boxing Day release too. But yeah, so Migration went in with extremely low expectations. The voice cast is like Elizabeth Banks, kamel Nanjiani. Um, uh, Danny DeVito uh, All the hits Alkafina And a few others um, I was extremely surprised That I really liked this movie well,
1: You said the surprise was Mike White wrote the script
2: So Mike White of uh, The White Lotus And School of Rock fame yep. Is the is the main writer Co-writer of, of this movie And it is It's very very similar To Finding Nemo In okay. that it is like You know Focused on Animals um, Who like Hang out with other animals of their own species, go on a road trip, essentially, um, and get lost. Um, it's like, <laughs> Camille's in it, so it's Finding King-O. Yep, Finding uh, Kingo. o <laughs> um, Is but... his duck ripped? No, not oh. ripped. He didn't get ripped for this role.
1: That's correct. Well, maybe he did. It's true. The duck, uh... I found out
2: today he was the voice of um, the ostrich in Doolittle.
1: Oh, the, the, the movie that, that, we haven't seen? That Robert...
2: Um, uh, Downey Jr. Downey Jr. rides throughout the movie.
1: Oh, okay. Hops on back. We still have to watch that, I think.
2: Yeah, apparently he puts his hand up a dragon's ass. I'm really excited to see that.
1: Yeah, that's that that's that that that's an insane film that <laughs> came out. It's like Tom Holland is an animal or something. Yeah, yeah. it's all it's all the Eternals, <laughs> all the Eternals are there in Spider Man and Iron Man. It's just. Yeah, that's crazy.
2: But the, so the movie is like it, it feels like a like a, mm. a re, an update of, of Finding Nemo. There's a lot of familiar threads, like where it's like you know birds get eaten in this world. Yeah, there are like really really who f- eats birds? Cats? What, ducks get eaten. Duck l'orange Oh, humans. Humans. I'm thinking it, of it's, like yeah. So threats. The, so hu- humans are the threat, just like in Nemo, humans are the threat. You mm-hmm. know, they they take you away and put you in a in a uh, fish yes. tank and shake you and you die, um, mm. and or or they eat you.
1: Very sad, isn't it?
2: Um, but they like you know they they help a, um, a Jamaican parrot escape ca- captivity from this. He's, he's owned by this. This uh, is Drake the voice of this the Jamaican parrot. No, uh, it's uh, fuck, dude. Speaking of Jamaican characters, I saw the the Little Mermaid re- re- remake this
1: week. I'm so sorry.
2: It is like it abysmal. Shot straight to the top of my like. Very, oh yeah. very close to the top of my worst. So once again, of I saw list. that in
1: attendance of. Uh, I can't believe you saw that. Rob Marshall the was Brian director, Brown there too. Uh, Melissa McCarthy and is it Haley ba- uh, Haley Bailey? Or- yeah, yeah. yeah, all there. And I sat next to Alexi, I think. It was like crazy. It was at the state theater. And I played my uh, Switch because it was like the same week that Tears yeah. of the Kingdom Can. There's Sick. all these photos of me like holding up my Switch while they're on stage. <laughs> At the State Theatre too. Yeah, like, I was yeah. just like, and it was dog shit. It's like, it's, I mean, it's just one of the worst. It is so
2: slow. Yeah, like, Rob Marsh is going to be one of slow. the worst
1: filmmakers of all time. And, the, um, and he has an Oscar.
2: The I couldn't believe, of all the cast, the worst is Javier Bardem. He's oh yeah, he's shockingly like, bad in this. I,
1: I I have a theory that um he's not even in it. It's just like them <laughs> testing dead people technology. Like he is so fucking dead in it. Yep. Th- yeah, that movie is absolutely dog ass and disgusting. Yes,
2: I, 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 Haley and um and Melissa McCarthy like at least try. Um, I, I'm
1: like f- the worst thing about uh, Melissa McCarthy in it is like. You don't see the full body And like the like She's always just like Upside down in a corner and stuff and, Yeah it's bizarre And I'm like, like I know It's not because you're doing that As an artist Like as a uh, A choice to mask The budget That you can't animate A giant body Like we know you can It's just It's insane Also the movie looks like shit what It happened? looks I, shocking I Especially after it, Avatar like, and, I like, and like, like that say. I saw it like Three or four months after But even especially after like
2: Aquaman Aquaman looked way better than Yeah the it Mar-Man just looks like does.
1: Every bit of ocean in it Is like Five meters deep because it's so sunny I all the this, time
2: I think the, the last few years have proven that Disney does not know how to spend Or they know how to spend the money They just don't know how to spend it well Because these they, movies cost so much money and they look like shit They've
1: had like, this is I mean, what's interesting is, yeah, they also made Avatar um, but, I, I mean, A, but they, no, they Avatar did, withsta- they bought not Avatar with, Avatar notwithstanding, I mean, right now Like, it is easily the worst year I can think critically and commercially it's for them It's insane It's, it's the, insane the biggest Avatar notwithstanding It's
2: their 100th year and it's the, the the worst year critically. I think besides year, Avatar,
1: like, it, critics hated all of their films.
2: I think Elemental ended up like oh, it ended up know, being like this, getting like, uh, a kind of fan base and doing well. Yeah, I think that's like the only kind of hit they had all year. Elemental and, and Guardians and Avatar's last year. And, and yeah, yeah, Guardians
1: <laughs> is kind of like we know we're not going to see that again because if, uh, James Gunn has moved on to better pastures. I, I honestly mean, think he has after being fired and shit, uh, and then asked to come back so weird um anyway um migration was uh yeah like
2: surprisingly like first of all you know how like the biggest thing we were saying after watching the mario movie was like this was actually like a really forgettable um animated like visually mm. it wasn't a very rich visually rich yeah, the movie there are a few moments where boring where the character where, where the camera zooms out and you see lots of creatures moving around that i thought were okay but overall like mm. for such a visual uh, property it was so bland Mario yeah um, Migration has some absolutely like breathtaking moments really where they like the first time they encounter the city so it's basically about a bunch of ducks that have lived in in, in the same pond their entire life and um the the wife Elizabeth Banks's character always wants to go and see the world but Camale is very protective and never wants them to leave the pond and tells the kids bedtime stories about prey eating them so they are scared to he's leave he's your marlin yeah exactly um and uh then finally he he sees uh, Danny DeVito's character who's like his uncle who's never left the pond and is fat and lazy and and realizes that he's gonna end up like him too and so he because like you know what fuck it we're gonna go to Jamaica we're gonna fly to Jamaica for you know for to migrate yeah and so it's the, like a road trip about them getting to, to Jamaica and the various problems they encounter on the way to get there you know you've seen a million movies like this it doesn't break any new ground but it looks great that when they first get to New York it is such an awesome sequence where they're like always they're flying through the clouds and then they just see like a blinking light and they're like, what is that? And then they fly closer to it and you realize it's the top of a site skyscraper. And then suddenly like a plane flies net around them and then <laughs> it's nine <9/11. Yeah. laughs> <laughs> like Yeah. <shit. laughs> and they fall down as, and it's just like this, this flurry of, of feathers and wings and, and flashing lights and clouds and cars and traffic. It's like so much more like visually Stunning than anything that I saw in in, in, in Mario movie. And it's yeah, just wow. like this brilliant minute of this movie. And there's tons of sequences like that. What's the soundtrack like? <clears throat> um, craziest thing. There is not a single needle drop in this entire movie. What the hell? The only thing that comes close to it is there is a... Um, There's a dance sequence because they're in a restaurant and to escape the restaurant, they go into a ballroom. So Kamala and Elizabeth Banks' characters have like a sequence where they're basically trying to avoid getting stomped on by doing a salsa dance to a salsa version of Survivor by Destiny's Child, which is out because they're trying to survive. Right, And like, I'm so fine with that in a kid's movie. I love that
1: this is probably the deepest analysis that migration has had.
2: Man, I don't know I feel like a lot of people Will come away from this movie Being like Oh, Surprised. this is this is akin to Puss in Boots Yeah, wow It's definitely nowhere near as good As Puss in Boots it good? But it looks Like I said Yeah, it looks excellent The movie finished And I was like I really liked that And I and Archie straight away goes That was so much better Than the Mario movie
1: Whoa Yeah That's crazy That like a kid is so, That's <laughs> wild Elimination, listen up
2: so, yeah, yeah, really surprisingly wow. good. Let's hear about your surprisingly good uh, cinematic experience. Yeah, uh, I see. I saw it,
1: Godzilla it, it, Minus One again on Saturday. Oh, wow. In the heat. Oh, uh, yeah. Man. It was like 38. It's been fucking tropical. It was like 39 in, yeah. 40 or something here. So Noon and I went. He hadn't seen it. He fell asleep during it. You're kidding. <laughs> He said, "Oh, that scene was too long, and like he was just coming." Up, I don't know. he didn't funny. have enough Eternals in it. He had a little snooze. I had to wake him up. I was like, dude, you're snoring. That's uh, so funny. Yeah, I kept catching him falling asleep, but he really liked it—the <laughs> abridged version. <laughs> he, lo- he loved the rest. He, it was during the like setup sequence when they're like, uh, when they got the like mechanic that uh, when he when he seeks out the mechanic that. Oh, I love that part. Yeah, the whole thing's amazing. Yeah. The whole thing's such a good movie. I mean, yeah, it's such a good movie. Saw so that, and then on Monday. I was invited to the, I I guess, world premiere because it was shot here in Sydney, Uh, and it stars Sydney Sweeney, who's also the executive producer. the The like rom com that's been like promoted, it feels like for a year now. This like rom coms aren't dead. uh, Called Anyone But You with Glenn Powell uh, and Sydney Sweeney. I really like Glenn Powell, and I kind kind
2: of wanted to see this just because of him.
1: Yeah, the only thing we knew about this film before coming out, everyone was like. You know, I remember there was like at Cinna what's that like Ciner Cine Expo thing that they had in Vegas.
2: Well, they made this look like a thriller in the, the first. trailer. The marketing trailer. was ridiculous, and then, yeah. and then the second trailer was like actually it's a goofy romance. Yeah, comedy with it's like, insane.
1: It's I, I think that 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 first trailer is testament to like they're not really sure what to do with this because first of all, it's not a thriller. It is a, a very. I, I was like, maybe we're at an uh, maybe we're at an era now where we're finally getting. And I'm not alone in thinking this, but like I miss big budget rom coms. We've spoken about it before. Mm-hmm. They something about Mary was like the highest grossing movie of that yeah, year. Yeah, for I think. sure. Yeah, like it's so interesting. <laughs> the most that, romantic movie ever made. Oh well, I mean, it is a rom com. <laughs> sure. It, it, it honestly, is. I mean, it is. It's it's three guys pining over a girl. Yeah. Literally, it's by very definition, it's a rom com. Uh, they just don't happen anymore. You know, we know why they're relegated to streaming. Uh, studios would rather put that money towards. I guess like CG instead of actors and we get comic book sludge, whatever. I You know, we had uh, No Hard Feelings come out this year, which I thought was um, Loved it. a great step in the direction. This is is, is such a milk toast film in comparison. I thought that was like, there was some nice sub- subversiveness with No Hard Feelings, is- with like Jennifer Lawrence playing a role that I guess 10 years ago, Ryan Reynolds would have played. You know what I mean? Like there was, a, at least it was subversive in that, subversive. In that sense, I think where, that you can see where it was like the woman. shades
2: of Jason Segel in in her performance too. Absolutely, like that, that it's very like forgetting Sarah Marshall era yeah, where yeah. she's a
1: loser an open loser. People making fun of her constantly, like other kid, like
2: and she gets a dick out.
1: It was self-effacing. Yeah, she gets her her boy dick out, and I I, I, I really think no hard feelings. Real fun movie, loved it. Has like,
2: actually feeling Sarah Marshall vibes right down to the song performed at the end as well. Like, yeah, 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 the beach setting, the holiday yeah. setting. Remember, it's yeah. set in
1: a holiday destination. Real fan of that movie. Uh great, great performances all around, great supporting cast. That's the kind of call-
2: movie I would happily watch again and again too it's a like- movie
1: that like I would watch every Christmas almost. Like yeah, I'd sure. put it with it going like hang out with my parents being like, oh, we should watch this goofy movie. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's not about Christmas, but there is like a you know family/slash love. It, really big fan of that film. This movie is so pales in comparison in all aspects. It's like the, yeah, the director came out, and introduced it, and was like, "He fell in love with city." It was a guy that made the Peter Rabbit movies, and was like, oh, "I love this no city." no way! Crazy. Yeah, is and, our friend Will in this movie? Uh, no, I was looking up, but I saw him in uh, before the film. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, Shout I, I was not a fan. They just keep talking about. The chemistry and all this I, I honestly could not see Any chemistry so In this film I think
2: Glenn Powell Is extremely charismatic He he's, was he, he was one of my Favourite things charisma. He's About like Maverick 100%. And in a movie That had lots of Favourite things But he he stood, I was like Who the fuck is this guy I yeah, love him He
1: oozes charisma and so Sidney Sweeney Is full of charm as well Like it's just bizarre I found well, so
2: I, I All I know of her Is that she's also In this movie And she was in Euphoria Sure I, I She's don't in Euphoria, Euphoria She's
1: yeah. in Reality Which is one of The be- the, 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 the great films I, I saw know at sure. one
2: point Twitter went ballistic Because they thought She was Maga
1: MAGA yeah. for a moment uh, She's great She's a terrific actor Yeah I, I, I think she's fantastic They just It's The whole premise of the film is That They I mean the trailer says this They they go to a destination wedding And both their exes are there And they're like Oh let's make them jealous By pretending to be together It should be a whole An ace in the hole mm-hmm. And it's not I don't know why Because you, th- There's a little prologue at the start You see them like uh, They have had a date And then both of them read the situation wrong and think the other one hates each other. And it was so frustrating. It was a movie where I was just like, because, yeah, there's like a uh, the misinterpretation, like, oh, that guy's a jerk. Oh, she's a bitch. And then they find out they're both at this wedding down the line. And I'm like, you guys are in your 20s or 30s in this film. Like, just chat. Like, it was so, it was, I don't know. And the whole premise is, it's so, it's just not great. And it's whatever. It I was so bored throughout it. That's such it's, a bummer. It's a bummer. It's not like... <laughs> Goofy enough Because that
2: second trailer I was like Oh like it looks pretty lame But could be fun No no
1: It's not And I'm like It's not helping the rom-com cause But then I was like Man I got an idea I want to make Because I'm like We need subversive rom-coms I think it needs to come back And I, I, I've i got an idea that Well I, 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 I have
2: a recommendation For you off, of, off the back of that But you can go first No you tell me yours well, B and I watched a movie called *Rye Lane*. Oh, yes, I do know about this. Which is on uh, great on Disney British, Plus. Right? Yeah, British yeah. rom com. It's eighty minutes long. Per mm-hmm. um, great stuff. It's set in South London, um, and it's just about like uh, a guy who's recently, well, in the last three months, broken up with a girl that he's been with for six months after she cheats on him with a, with his best friend. Oof. And. Um, he meets randomly meets this girl in an art gallery. They have a, a, a they each have a friend who's like this like, you know, pretentious artist. Um and they then it just follows them on this afternoon come night where um they are kind of getting to know each other while also being thrust in awkward situations with their exes. Um and it is so well paced. It's really sweet. Eighty minutes um, see
1: that's that's the thing with rom coms. You have to have 90 minutes for under
2: But it's so innovatively directed And shot Cool Where Yeah you're it's just on my like, list <clears throat> You know they
1: just It, it has
2: like interesting is angles Is it easy to look
1: th- past The Britishness? Dude
2: It made me want to go to London That's crazy
3: <laughs>
1: That's crazy <laughs> yeah. Rye Lane
2: yeah? Rye Lane Yeah yeah, yeah. It's on my, I'm gonna, it's, I might it's, watch it tonight It's really sweet And it's, it is a By default uh, A rom-com You know And those movies If you're not in the mood For you know, the two characters To fall in love You know maybe You won't enjoy it Dude the producer but,
1: Looks like the coolest Filmmaker ever yeah, yeah, Nathan Byron. Cool. Um, yeah, this looks great.
2: Really, really recommend it. It was an excellent movie, great soundtrack, um, and, like, it just felt, like, like, really modern while also taking... Like, it has that, you know, classic moment where the... Where the, the conflict comes from you know the characters not being entirely true to each other earlier in the movie and mm. that coming back to bite them in the ass. you know that's such a Seth Rogen You've got comedy it. trope. You know that. Yeah,
1: that. I miss that. I don't know. Yeah, I really miss it. I'm gonna. I, I miss like the, the you know forty year old virgin, the knocked up era. Like that. That was such I, a- honestly,
2: I man. I, I, Ryan like. It, it has been a very strong year for movies. So mm. this, this movie is like, you know, around the midpoint of my mm. ranked li- mm. list. But it's still like a four out of five star to me. Like, it's um, such
1: a- Forgetting Sarah Marshall for me is like the gold standard. I love that movie. I, I think Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I watched it again this year. Um, and it's just, it's aged so well. It's so funny. But, but yeah, I mean, it, it,
2: it inspired a f- it, it, like a few of the, you know, like the, the non-John Ap- John Apatow era like, you know, it was like things that, that were adjacent to it. Like, I love you, man. Yeah. Not a good movie. No, not a good movie. Um, but it was like, you know, that exists because Paul Rudd and Jason Segel were in for getting yeah. Sarah Marshall 100%. together. And they're like, and well, let's give him another movie. Get into the Greek. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my God. Shocking movie. So Amazing bad.
1: that it's uh, uh, Russell Brand, Jonah Hill and P. Diddy who have not been popular this year.
2: <laughs> I want to revisit Pineapple Express. And then Same I also here. want to watch, I've never watched the one where- that,
1: That's where I was introduced to Danny McBride. Yes. Yeah. Yes, so true. And I was like, this guy is hysterical. Yeah, yeah. And it's um, one of the best needle drops in uh, film ever when he's dying by a toilet and just keeps playing Bone Thugs and Harmony on repeat at <laughs> the crossroads <laughs> yes. and keeps like looping it. And so I remember just good. being like, this is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And then I think the next thing I saw him in was Eastbound and Down. I'm like, well, I, I love this man. I love you, man. But I want to do, you know, I was thinking and I'm like deadly serious. I probably, you know, uh, I-, I shouldn't give away this idea, but if you want to help, I want to do a hate com. It follows all the rules of a rom-com, but the two people end up, just like they start off not liking each other, and by the end, they hate each other. Love it. And it followed, but it follows the formula. It's like yeah, yeah, the yeah. meat cute is like a meet hate. Like everything, <laughs> it's just like it could be a guy and a girl, could be two girls, could be two guys. just could be a pizza like, place. It just could be like, and it's just like they hate each other. And it's like love, they can't explain it. They're just like, I fucking hate that person. But it follows the beats. There's probably a wedding they're at. I don't know. I'm like, this, I was what, I kept thinking this while watching anyone but you. I was like, go do a hate com.
2: Here's my impersonation. No one makes hate coms anymore. Here's my impersonation of um, someone pitching uh, two guys a girl and a pizza place to Brie Larson. <laughs> two guys, mm, a girl, uh, and a pizza. I'm in. I'm in. Place. Say no more, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's do our top ten movies of the year. Yeah. Um,
1: We're gonna do like games and shit. We'll do that next week.
2: Yeah. Well, no. Most importantly, next week. Is, next week is a uh, guy of the year.
1: It's yeah. I mean,
2: the Hayfam guy of I'm the year. Like, I'm just like. I already know who's won it. I don't think anyone can bit can top. Can top it, but uh,
1: did, 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 no, 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 shut up. We'll, no, we'll I'm just trying to think later. is it someone that was nominated before?
2: It's someone who came close last year. I think they, they, they've unequivocally like dominated our, our headspace. Is this there year. apparel
1: based off them that you can buy on the podcast? Hey, fam, absolutely. I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. Am I dining at either restaurant this yeah. Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> Which you are uh, still invited to? Yeah, yeah. I think, I think I'm, I'm gonna well. wear my hat and uh, tr- jump behind the counter. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, so, gonna, I'm gonna see if they do like. Um, Will there be any dead bodies? I'm there? gonna see if there's any McHappy Day shit. If they think if I can just jump. <laughs> oh, we should wear our shirts. Oh, that's a great. idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great idea to not get served there. And now, a word from our really, really
0: great sponsors. Trust me, I know a lot about good deals, folks, and this is a great deal.
2: Um, so should we go 10 to one?
0: Yeah, of
1: course. Who the fuck starts with one? I don't know. (laughs) That's dog shit. (laughs) Let's save honorable mentions for later because it'll spoil the list.
2: Yeah. So I might do like, I I, I can even divvy up. My honorable mentions
1: will be everything between my top 10 and my bottom 10. Man, I'm already looking at my 10 list, but because I committed to it, I'm not going to change it, but I'm just like, man, I'd put that there now.
2: I'd put that there now. Yeah. Yeah uh okay so my number 10 yeah suzame
1: yeah suzame great film that made my honorable mention
2: um i think uh look at one point i thought this is better than your name but um i agree with you your name is far more iconic and and it sticks with you a lot longer Susan May, i just think i've just I watched it after just getting back from Japan and it sure. made me feel like I was in Japan again and I really mm. liked that feeling. Great movie. I like it. And, and a lot of my favorite movies this year were Road Trips. A so lot of movies I enjoyed. A lot of movies in Migration. general were Road Trips. Uh, Ry Lane feels like a road trip too. they just mm-hmm. kind of... It's just them on a... It's an underground trip. A, <laughs> a, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a um, bobby trip. But uh, Susan May is one too. I thought I loved the concept of it. I thought it was a lot easier to digest than um, Weathering With You.
1: Yeah, Susan May is great. I like that it broke... Weathering With You almost feels like a retread of... Your name in parts oh, Whereas Suzume Overall
2: it's so different In the like, Yeah it, It's kind of like Where are they going with this I, like, like I, I said yeah. The
1: gun thing in Weathering with you Lowers two, to three stars But for the me. McDonald's Brings it back up McDonald's <laughs> brings it up The male uh, Masato character Yep He Sato But I, I look I, I like a lot of Weathering with you But yeah The gun subplot I find It's way too melodramatic And Mako, Makoto Shinkai Right yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah His films are melodramatic By default That's like the appeal But fuck there's something about weathering with you that just irks me Um, Suzume I love that it kind of throws that out the window and just becomes like uh, self-referential to even other anime like the uh, Kiki's song Kiki's delivery service song just it's so fun it's it's I I love the relationships in it there's like I love the yeah the 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 actual when they're in in the car together the what yeah. is
2: it? like the, the co-worker and the, yeah, and the, the mom, mom. I mean, like yeah it's so great. much fun so fun the chair the, thing like it's just weird the sticks the, the tape you. like you know the cassette the great, great. great to,
1: uh, yeah. is that Kaya scene remember they go to like a little town yes of course yeah yeah um great number ten my number ten is talk to me. Okay, great the, Unfortunately, the only Australian film in my list
2: Well, yeah, I'm too scared to see horror movies by myself So uh, I didn't see fantastic it
1: Fantastic film by the debut film by the Philippo Twins Who are famous for their YouTube channel, Raka Raka Also New Zealanders, I think
2: No, Australian Aren't they originally from New Zealand?
1: Uh, no, they're from Adelaide Okay, I, um, I consider that
2: part of New Zealand <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Unless, yeah, Adelaide seceded in the everything, list Everything south of Melbourne is a Fantastic like, is film made with like very little budget So innovative, such a cool idea for a film the concept, famously from the uh, creator of Bluey, uh, which I find like so really, fun. yeah. He's like credit. He's got the story credit. That's crazy. Oh yeah, <laughs> I didn't insane. know that. And it's it, it's just like it's brilliantly acted. A twenty four, I think, is the right home for this. You know, it, it wowed everyone at Sundance earlier this year. I had the pleasure of chatting to them at work for mm-hmm. about twenty minutes. Very lovely guys. I I think they're going to be a part of the Kojima. Um, Jordan Peele project Great When he said he was develop, uh, Assembling Avengers If you don't like horror Totally worth watching It's It's like a, Some of the best Like teen movie stuff As well It's basically like What if What if um, Being possessed Was like a party drug And people go to People's houses And like Snapchat each other Taking Like getting possessed For 90 seconds That's, That's like cool. the plot Of the movie It's, it's so cool um, Brilliant film Already greenlit For a sequel very excited for what these guys do next Very, very innovative Awesome film reminded Look who's me, talking like, to me too uh, Yeah, yeah, of course <laughs> <laughs> So innovative Cannot wait to see what these guys do next Remind me a lot of the original Evil Dead When it was like scary Unreal, yeah. so good Talk to me, number 10
2: Number 9 This is already like, immediately I'm regretting like, I'm I've, I've definitely regretting leaving some movies out of my top 10, but this is like, fuck, this should be higher up or whatever. John Wick 4. Yep, that's John in Wick my honorable 4. mention. Whoa, holy yeah. fuck. I just think, like, for me, like, memorable, there were a lot of memorable action scenes this year.
1: Hey, that fucking, this one has like three or four memorable action scenes. The sequences. nightclub
2: scene where he's just going up against that big, ginormous stunt dude. Nightclub who's wearing scene. wearing a bodysuit. Donnie like, Yen in
1: the kitchen. Yes One oh of the great God.
2: With the alarms Donnie Yen in general Like, he, like yeah, they finally, see Now
1: I'm regretting Not putting this in, man, They the finally made
2: a character That I think is as interesting As John Wick 100%. In a John Wick movie I Yen's am character. not a fan
1: Of like spin-off films But I would actually Endorse a spin-off film About the Donnie Yen character I mean I feel like after. Donnie Yen in general Like I think it's time That he becomes a lead Same. In
2: a Western I mean man. Oh yeah In a, in Western, a, in a, in yeah. a Western franchise I, yeah. I think he could carry it I do He's
1: too. so charismatic Yeah And He looks great Yeah, he's so so good at. I love his. just love his voice. He's got such a great voice. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you've got the kitchen sequence in the hotel, like you said, the nightclub sequence, the top down sequence, and it's the stair 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 sequence at the end. Like this film is like four incredible sequences. I'm already regretting it not putting it on my list.
2: And I think you know it's very rare that you go like, wow, the fourth one's the best one.
1: Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. It is the only other instance you can say that is uh, Mad Max Fury Road, a movie (laughs) which I think shares a lot of DNA with this, where it's very light on plot and it's just like extremely well executed long action sequences where you're like, yes, this is why film was invented. Yeah, yeah, no, love that.
2: And John constantly saying, "What a lovely day to die."
1: What a lovely, yeah. Oh, what a lovely Lovely day to die. Um, love that film. Yeah, Um, my number nine is Blackberry. Cool. BlackBerry mentions it's about. BlackBerry yeah. is just like lightning in a bottle. It's kind of to me, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm subversive is my big word today. It's like uh, the sub, it's it's like the flip of the uh, sorkinized like tech bro genre, which we've seen this year with like Dumb <laughs> Money, uh, you know, obviously with Moneyball and Social Network. It's just kind of like, I mean, this in a great way. It's like the Kevin Smith flip side of it, where it's just like a bunch of like schlobby Canadians. It's so funny, it's it's so well acted, it's I, I, I love that film beginning to end. I'm so glad I saw it at a theater as well. Love that, I could watch that movie over and over um, I'm not sure if I could watch it as the three-part Peacock series that has been cut into <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm curious about that I'm yeah. curious as well, but I, I love that film um, I, you know, we love Nirvana, the band, the show Yeah, Matt Johnson's Matt. amazing I also and love,
2: like, Glenn Howerton. Glenn Howerton's performance and, uh, in
1: that is, like, maybe my favourite performance of the year Get off the, of the fucking year. internet! Yeah. Just, just an incredible performance Yeah, a commitment to the bit Love, love um, this film. But Jay Burchell really good. In Jay, yeah, everyone was amazing. Speaking, Speaking of, of rom-coms and Avatar, exactly. Jason yeah. people. Uh, sadly, I think <laughs> what was the only, his show? Um, uh, Undeclared. Undeclared. Yep. I I'm pretty
2: sure I still have the DVD set of that.
1: The uh, the, the um, follow up to Freaks and Geeks. Follow up to Freaks and Geeks, which no one remembers or talks but about. But Jason Segel has a good, great Jason Segel role, role, the ex-boyfriend, yeah. Yeah, right yeah. of the yeah, yeah, and. Uh, Ludon Wayne writes in it as uh, yes someone's father, father yeah, as yeah, Jay yeah, Baruchel's yeah, father yeah fantastic, yeah, fantastic yeah fantastic series rip I think it's only like I think maybe no but it's like ten or eleven episodes right it's like yeah, much yeah. shorter so your top ten so far is what's number ten and nine before you lead into eight? um
2: so number ten was uh, Susan May number nine John Wick four yep. number eight again another one that could have been so high but there's it was such a good fucking year Asteroid City oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it shows up at, In your list It at is some in point. my list yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um, I Weirdly like This was like I mean I feel like Everyone criticizes every, Actually you know I feel like The last one before this uh, French, French Dispatch, French dispatch was, was far more criticized as I a love way French movie. Dispatch Me too
1: well. I like I am At this point It's like You have a Like just If you're going to Criticize Wes Anderson It's so fucking boring like, because you're going to say the same thing people have been saying for the last, like...
2: 10. And he's so true to himself. 100%. I feel like it's, he's like... He never betrayed his style. Yeah, I guess, like, I criticize things that try and do something and fail at them miserably. I feel like he... he it's always and... it's, it's his vision all yeah. the time, and no one makes movies like him. It's and... insane that
1: he is an author at this level who still has such an uncompromising vision. Like, the only people you can say are like that is, like... In, especially filmmakers in the states like Quentin Tarantino and Paul Thomas Anderson maybe like and Sofia Coppola I think like, and I, from that Gen X generation. I think like yeah uh, and you know they're, they're so they're
2: so highly stylized the editing is is just second to none for me like I feel like his 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 movies are the best edited acting um, and set acting, designs production casting. music it's kind of like but, a full package with, but the the fact that this has so much to say about grief. Yeah, under all of that, yeah, like no other movie this year did. Tom Hanks's best Um, performance in like ten years, probably. I forget he's even in this. Yeah, yeah. But like incredible. you know, Schwartzman is Schwartzman's career amazing. best. In, yeah. In, in he, Adrian Brody, so oh, good to God, see him yeah. just
1: fucking back. Amazing Margot Robbie scene. Yeah, totally. Um, just, just. Oh, we should
2: do the best cameo of the year.
1: That could be one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but I, no. I, I love that shit. I love Asteroid City. It is on my list. But Scarlett's
2: amazing in this. Scarlett, everyone's incredible. The moment when you think she's killed herself, like, yeah. it's such a powerful moment. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Incredible film. Um, great Edward Norton performance. Uh, I mean, this movie's amazing, man. Fucking. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Brian Cranston.
2: Yeah. Man, there's so many good, good. I mean, there always is. Yeah. In every, in every, and dude, no, the highlight of the entire Jeffrey Wright movie. speech. Jeffrey Just Wright's speech. One of the best moments. I of can't the film wa- this year. I can, cannot wait to rewatch this movie. Is yeah, it on same. streaming? Yeah, yet? I think it's probably on, on Disney, Disney Plus. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. All right, let's go in. Yeah, very I'm gonna soon. rewatch
1: that this break. Hit
2: me with your eight, brother.
1: Uh, okay, so my number ten. Talk to me. Number nine, Blackberry. Number eight is one I know is on your list. The first slam dunk. Damn, number eight for yeah. you. Yeah, I mean that's that's very high. It is. is. I know. It's like I said, exceptionally good year. Uh, incredible film. Uh what can i say just like you know obviously i was at fever pitch when i read the manga and went straight to the film like six hours after i think finishing the last page just like this is how you adapt a source text i think i'm so like it's not a one-to-one it's 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 made with like a it's a semi-rebuild yeah but it's also made with like a like a old and new audience in mind and it succeeds yep. at both uh this works for people who haven't read it i've being told by people who haven't read it. Yeah, and my, it my, with my who wife have came I saw it with, and with us. Yeah. Uh, amazing wife. film. Beautiful animation. Do you fall asleep in Slam Dunk? Uh, not this one, no. Not this one. Beautiful animation. Just those, those
2: Japanese voices sending yeah, straight to, to La Land, you know?
1: Brilliant story. Uh, loved it. Just like, can't believe uh, it's the creator's first film that he's directed. I Man, I'm
2: so excited to see what that dude does next.
1: Yeah, I, I, it was so fun. Like, a great underdog sports film. Just so eloquently told, Perfectly balanced between brilliantly animated action sequences mm-hmm. like the, the game itself and the um, you know slice of life stuff. Loved this movie so much. I cannot wait to watch it again.
2: And sadly, I feel like out of all the movies that made our top tens, this will be the one that's on the least people's top ten lists this year, which is a shame. But because of just, I guess, you know, the I feel like most critics would, would avoid a movie like this one because it, it feels like you need homework to, to watch it. Um, but, uh, it's, man, I'm obviously going to be talking about it a bit later, but yeah, yeah. I loved it.
1: Number, number eight for me.
2: Um, uh, number seven for me is mission impossible dead reckoning. That's my part number seven one. as well. Hell yeah, bro. Yeah. I mean like at one point, this is my favorite movie of the year. Yeah. Just yeah. goes to show what an incredible year it was uh, in the second half of the year.
1: Just like, yeah. what I, I, unfortunately, uh, overshadowed by the Barbenheimer, I think it was wrong to this movie they when it was released. so hard. Um, yeah.
2: I mean And and the only reason They chose that week Is because they were scared Of Indiana Jones Which is insane Upon reflection uh, Because they I mean like I guess it makes sense The way they thought Oh the older crowd Will want to go See Indiana yeah. Jones And not not us But like Of all the blockbusters This year And like I don't know if I'd call Any of the other movies On my list a blockbuster. So yeah not. This is far and away The best one it, This was like The end of so The franchise's like they either actually ended, like John Wick, or they may not come back because they fucking sucked. Mm. Like a lot of other movies that will be in our worst of the year list. But like, this was just such a confident, cool franchise entry that, like, I like. It's so, I so dumb that I am like saddened by how. You know, this movie only made like five hundred and seventy no, million with you. dollars. Like, like it's, it's a
1: bummer because like Fallout was like lightning on a bottle for this series. It Fallout, cracked a billion, right? I think, I don't think so. okay, right. But that, th- this is like That's a
2: career best at the box office for that one. And then this totally. is like one of the worst.
1: Which is insane. Because this is, I think, like I said, I still rank it like two or three after Fallout. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to see it completed with its second half. Awesome performances. Haley Atwell is just incredible in it. It's like, just like
2: a mainstay cinema. I hate that we had to lose uh, one of one of the other greats from yeah. from this franchise to, to to keep her. But she's such
1: a, Grace is such an interesting character. So some of the best sequences in a film this year. Obviously, the train sequence is like insane. You don't fucking the breathe Rome, for that sec for that the, last forty five minutes. Chase. Yeah. Uh, it was
2: so funny that like, there, were, there were two two franchises that had a big Rome car chase. One
1: stunk and one was this. One stunk. Pom, just like fucking great pom. pom. ruled in this movie. I love this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kittredge. Tom was just on fire this whole movie. Like... He, yeah. The yeah. Um Number seven for me. Yeah. yeah. What a great film. And one I wish the IMAX was open for.
2: Uh, number six for me is Killers of the Flower Moon. Yep. Cool. Mine's in this too, but um, different. I think uh, like... Very, very powerful movie. One that like, I know I need to revisit, but I'm not necessarily in a hurry to just because of how heavy in theme it was. Um, I think uh, some truly legendary performance, especially um, Lily uh, Gladstone. Mm. um, I thought her performance like is the, the, the one that, Haunts me almost, like you know that you you immediately feel for this character, and then shit just gets worse and worse and worse for her and her people as this movie continues. Don't understand the criticism from people saying that you know this film is told from the the point of view of the of, of the of the of the bad guys. It's like yeah, it's called Killers at the Flower Moon. Mm-hmm. It's, not it's called about these victims. Mon- yeah, of yeah, exactly. The flower moon. Um, <clears throat> yeah, a, a, a really fantastic um, Scorsese movie with a I guess you know We're talking about cameos Of the year mm. Maybe his, his one Is, is it for yeah. me That mo- that really really Hit me at the end yeah. I love the way This movie ends One of the coolest Endings of the year For yeah. sure
1: That's in my list So I'll, I'll rap about it When we get to it Can't wait bro. Um, So yours was That's Okay six. so that was Number six mm-hmm. So I've got Ten talk to me. Nine Blackberry. Eight first slam dunk. Seven Dead Reckoning Part One. Number six for me is Ari film film *Boas Afraid*. Shit, just, so this
2: is one that I know I need to see. Yeah, um, I just I didn't get a just a great to.
1: film to lock yourself in a cinema with and like not break contact with. Just I'm good at that at home now though. That's good. Yeah. Just like now that I have Dexies. This film is like un- unrivaled in <laughs> strangeness. It's like a Charlie Kaufman film tripled down on its sensibilities and it's just it's fucking crazy it's equally the funniest and most like haunting film i've seen it's 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 kind of like boy in the heronish in parts where it's not that straightforward it's just kind of like images that stick with you though i guess boy in the heron has like a far different uh this one is also about parents but Mm -hmm. just it's fucked it's it's so paranoid it's insane. It's like Ari Aster daring a studio and the audience to go along with him. Joaquin Phoenix shares the vision. It's brilliant. Some of the great cameos in this film, Parker Posey. Uh, dude, it rules. I know I, you love Nathan Lane's character. Nathan Lane too. is just hysterical. And this movie is insane. It's a true fever dream. Uh, it's it's unbelievable. And I, it's like a movie that you see where you're like, what, how was this made? Um, it's true blank check shit. I, I love, I love this film, and I, 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 value that I got to see it on the big screen. I can't wait to watch it again. I'm so curious how it works.
2: It rocks so hard that Joaquin was in this and Napoleon this it's year. It's insane. Yeah. Dude
1: is just, just, and, it, and man, Joker too next year.
2: That's true. Um, so we're up to our top five now. So to go through my uh, bo- uh, ten to ten to six, uh, we got Sausage May, John Wick Four, Asteroid City, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One, and then Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh... You mentioned that Bo is afraid has Boy in the Heron vibes. But Bo- the Boy in the Heron is my number five movie oh, of lovely. the year, um, a movie that stayed with me uh, since watching it just mm-hmm. over a week ago. Miyazaki's possibly final movie. Um, who knows if, like you know, the movie that he that he finally sold all of, all of his movies to streaming so he could fund, um, yeah, and one of the most expensive movies in Japanese history. Um, one of possibly one of the last hand animated movies that we'll ever get to cost so Uh, much money and uh it looks phenomenal um the story is again another movie where like the criticism of it just annoys me so much um yeah what what criticism
1: are you saying not that i'm like pretend i'm not i I am saying it but i'm curious which one you're saying
2: that narratively it's all over the place um and there's nothing to hold on to Mm -hmm. throughout the movie i find
1: that so Strange This isn't like a, ch- a child
2: A similar A similar criticism Has been leveled At my number four movie too Interesting um, But uh, yeah I, I just I, I adored this movie um, Again another one That I can't wait to see again Once once all this bullshit That I'm dealing with At the moment Goes is over I can't wait to take me to the movie To watch this um, um, Another I- great movie that, that, that deals with grief And loss And also is just like, yeah, like a, a, a fun retread of, of, of certain elements of other Ghibli movies mm-hmm. in a really cool and unique way that no other filmmaker is capable. No, of, it's I so, think. Yeah. so,
1: so coolly self-referential. We've
2: been pumping pump, pump, pump that Joe Hisaishi soundtrack it's amazing. Uh, sense as it's well. It's beautiful. There's a few I, yeah. moments in this that I think are among his best as well. Totally.
1: So. Well, look, uh, my number five is Asteroid City. Yep. Uh, again, can't really add much to what you said, just shocked the feedback of this film which is seems people either love it or hate it um beautiful movie about grief actually very similar to boy the heron as you kind of spoke about i mean that movie's not entirely about grief but yeah i think this is like the most i reckon like one of the most mature films in Wes. it's probably the most mature film actually in wes anderson's oeuvre i would say um you know, his early films is such a punkiness I find to Rushmore and Bottle Rocket where it's like he is a young man while you're watching those films. He's like literally he putting is, punk on the soundtrack
2: too. Yeah, and yeah.
1: you're like, he is the lead character in those films and it's so interesting that I guess, you know, I'm latching on to Jason Schwartzman here who is like high school student in Rushmore and he he's yeah. like a widowed father of, uh, you know... Oh in God, a, he's so fucking good in this. And he's phenomenal in this and I guess using him as that, um, using him as that entry point is uh yeah it's brilliant i love this film the production design's amazing uh, the making of is great i think there's a i think kodak put it out it's on oh, i need to watch that um youtube that they're talking about how it's essentially just like a big student film they just shot it in the desert had a crew there everything rocks. brilliant film can't add much more to what you said, but look, I think let's stop it here and do our top four uh,
2: on Payfam. No, I don't know. Let's do this. Let's just, we'll, we'll save worse for, for, for Payfam. Really? I feel like we, we are... We'll not... r-
1: I just saw we we're running out of time.
2: That's okay. We'll, we'll go slightly over an hour for this one. It's okay.
1: <laughs> okay. I've just got to... Let's, uh, let's go over. Yeah, we'll do short for Payfam. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, we'll... we'll... <laughs> so bad at selling PayFam. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, yours is worse. Someone died. I'll tell you about it on the podcast. No, we're going to
2: do the worst movies in PayFam. It's going to oh, be
1: great. No, it's just, I was just conscious about time.
2: Um, you know? So number four for me um, is uh, The Killer. Yeah. The that's brilliant, my number brilliant, four as well. Brilliant David Fincher movie. Um, again, another one that like, I don't know if that many people like fucking loved this movie, but I just thought this was like, brilliant yeah and, this movie rules and like such a you know again like you know you talk about visionary directors just accomplishing exactly what they're trying to do like yeah a kind of i don't know when you when you just like go yes yes i'm I'm, I'm on the same wavelength as this filmmaker as he makes this and like, I'm, I'm 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 really getting what he's putting down you know yeah no <laughs>
1: I, this yeah this is like just a, a masterclass in style and execution. And also it's
2: like one of the funniest movies of the year. And I don't so think it gets the credit for, for, I for that. I think people
1: pick up on it. I think people are looking at it as like a serious Hitman movie when it's like an extremely self-effacing Hitman film.
2: And I went all the way in. I read the the oh, 700 yeah, the graphic page novel, graphic yeah. novel that it was inspired by. And comparing those two side by side was like like really, really interesting. Yeah, right. Um, uh, and I'm really glad I did that too. And then re-watching The Killer... After reading through mm. it all, like, it just made me appreciate the movie even more. Like, that's by far the better version of this story, mm-hmm. even though they're so different. But um, I just I love that Fincher was like very inspired by this one element of this like big enormous graphic novel, and and just sought to do his own interpretation of that. That's so well set in our current day. Mm. Um, and and finally, I, I I saw a performance from um, uh. Fucking, what's his name? Uh, Fastbender. Fastbender that I was like, oh, I get it now. I love this guy. Yeah. Uh, I think there's, you know, he, uh, he's an actor that I know a lot of people really like, but I feel like I've only seen fucking X-Men movies and shit mm. like that. Um, he's great in... Um, Covenant? Bastards. Oh, yeah. Great of in uh, Prometheus yeah. and Covenant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, he, he, this his my favorite role of his by far.
1: Oh, yeah, man. This movie is beautiful. This is like just... Uh, it's like Fincher just... it Like everything about it is surgical. Just like the opening credits. It's like gets to the point. This movie just has... It is... Zero fat on this film It is all,
2: Great Tilda scene as well
1: It's all trimming It's yep. all beautiful yep. Yeah, Love this film <laughs> Loved it so much
2: Alright so we're at Number 3 It's a top 3 right now uh, Alright let's uh, do it you know, Cause we're giving you The whole top 10 in this episode <laughs> Maybe think about Giving yourself a Christmas present And your favourite boy As a Christmas present And hidden Patreon.com oh, Slash that's, that's Slash nice. heyfam, uh, Because we're gonna do our Worst, worst movies of the year In PayFam this year Come check out the PayFam experience, why don't you? It's a it's a great time. Come
1: check it out. Don't be weird.
2: Um, so number three, I think, is definitely your number one of the year. Um, certainly, the movie you saw the most besides Mad Max in 2023, and that's Oppenheimer. Oh, this is the
1: most film that I saw in uh, in theaters. Yeah. So this is your number three. Number three. Yeah. yeah cool. Uh, at
2: one point, it was a, it was a little bit lower uh, in my list, but um, yeah, watching it again with my dad and the conversations that I've had with him and you since. Uh, look, there there, were, there have been years where it is so easy for me to be like Yep, Nolan won this year mm-hmm. I mean, 2020, for example, is really easy it's Because like easy four good movies came out that year yeah. But Tenet is far and away my favourite of 2020 uh, This is such a different movie to Tenet mm. And maybe different to almost all of his movies mm. um, The You know, this historical epic That, you know, is told from a couple of different points of view um, I th- I know a lot of people, you know, love the first two hours of this movie and then think it kind of slows down so much in the final hour. The final hour is by far my favourite part of this movie. Uh, the Remy Malik revealing himself oh, yeah, as, as an guy. actually important character is like maybe my favourite scene in movies this year. Um it's just like I, it kind of comes out of nowhere and like you, the whole time you're waiting for this dickhead straw straw stra- to like you know get what's coming to him because you know he dared shit on the, 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 the brilliance of Oppenheimer, um I, and also like yeah last night like we've been sending each other a lot of Oppenheim. this is a big
1: one for the i fucking love science community yeah but also like
2: mean? i uh you and i send each other a lot of oppenheimer memes lately i'm so and, glad
1: uh, that this movie has just spurred <coughs> like they've lumped um Oppenheimer in with the uh, um, like Sigma male shit, it's dude. Insane. If you're a
2: skinny dude, buy a hat. You've got a Halloween costume for life. Yeah, um, yeah. And I love seeing, I love seeing the Op man. visions of the the Op the op Man show up in memes. Yeah, uh, he rules. I loved I loved watching the, the scene with him and Einstein set to Linkin Park. Uh, yeah, I, I watched watched eight I'll different watch variations all. of that this year. They're all great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was my number three. That's my number yours. three
1: is another one of yours, Killers of the Flower Moon. Yep. Just uh, one one of my favourite Scorsese films ever. I, I, I don't know what it was with The Irishman. Perhaps I didn't... I mean, I know visually why it was with The Irishman, which I think is like one of the great... Mis- for me, one of the th- reasons why I can't connect with that film is the anti-aging, mm-hmm. the emphasis on it. Um, I get why it was chosen. I don't necessarily agree with it. And I think uh, it detracted that film for me. But I connected with this film so much. I think uh, this is one of yeah one of one of one of the great films and hopefully one that's remembered i think it's one of his you know non uh one of the films that isn't like it's part of you know that the, the classic what people think scorsese is it's more of the you can think of it more as like alongside a silence or other films which perhaps didn't commercially go as well but i think this is the best of that style i, I just think it's the, it's like very uniquely american and obviously that story travels to any country that's been uh, you know uh, ha- had um, British people come along and kill <laughs> uh, you know indigenous communities and so I think it's quite a you know international it's such a global story but yeah this 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 film and it's such a um, such a swing in terms of script where we all know that the original was like a very straight procedural crime adaptation until like Leo intervened and was like we need to make it more like this and I think the film is so much better for it we'll never know what it was like otherwise but just you know telling it from the point of view of that relationship making that the heart of the film um career high performances from robert de niro and yeah lily gladstone leo great i I love him in this just a bumbling kind of dumbass like just a real dumb piece of shit someone you don't root for someone you don't feel sorry for which is you know you can do that when you're in his position i like to be kind of
2: got like two like different takes on like an idiot protagonist in The Killer and Killers of the Flower yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so true. That's so so true. Um yeah, phenomenal. Loved loved everything about this film. I loved the length, loved the look, loved the production design, loved the soundtrack, loved the some of the most beautiful scenes uh, I've seen in a film this year, like the mother passing and the use of the owl and uh you know the use of um, Oh, you man. know The the, the, people, the ancestors I guess One of the to take most her. beautiful scenes of the year Yeah just yeah. straight Just so odd and so simple And just so disarming Loved everything about this film So yeah my number three Killers of the Flower Moon By the boy Martin Scorsese
2: Biggest difference between um, uh, The idiot characters Is that I think Leo's character Knows he's an idiot but yeah. the, the killer does not know he's an idiot. No, the killer thinks he's, he's cool as hell. Yeah, yeah. Where
1: Leo's like, can't read. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the killer's like an idiot for different reasons. He's a guy that's just like good looking but bad at his job and no one's ever really told him he's a moron.
2: Um, so my number two is definitely a movie that is not anywhere near your top 10. Um, it's a movie that famously fucking stunk for you um, or just missed completely and that's past lives.
1: Oh, I didn't stink for me. I just, yeah. <laughs> didn't work. It just didn't do much for me on an emotional level. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it didn't really... It did nothing for me.
2: So I didn't know much about this movie. Um, I just saw that it was showing at my local cinema um, and and was happened to one of the rare opportunities that I was able to get a babysitter. Um, took me out to see a movie she'd never heard of before. Um, and this just blew me away. Completely mm. flawed by this movie, I just thought it was such a brilliant concept of like this, like reconnecting with your, you know, your past love mm. um, from one country to another, um, and it explored, you know, cultural differences in a really sweet way. But yeah. more than anything, just like that, explored regret and what could, what have, could been have been, yeah. Maybe in, look, in such I, I a special way. Um, I thought it was a unbelievably a romantic movie Um I don't know if this kind of is. could you classify it as a rom-com
1: no of course not you, you don't think so no it's, not, it's nothing funny about it
2: I know but it was so there is some humour in it but yeah, yeah yeah but it's not a rom-com it's not sure. equal parts rom it's a rom
1: rom-com is one to one rom to com sure you're right this is <coughs> rom the, yeah the, sad
2: yeah Um I think the ending is really really powerful and the perfor- performances in it the three leads are fantastic. Oh, love the like,
1: performances. There's a lot I liked about this movie. I just... Um, I don't know. For some reason or other it just didn't connect with me. Yeah. I was just like, okay.
2: Yeah, I, I wasn't sure if it would with me, but like, it absolutely did. I, yeah. It was one of those I'm movies... I'm jealous
1: it did because everyone seems to goddamn love it. It was one
2: of those movies where as I'm... Like a lot of these movies on the list, I'm, I don't know what I think as I'm watching it. Sure. I'm like waiting for it to finish so I can fully digest it. This as it was going I was like man I think this is one of my favorite movies I've ever seen and it just kept getting better and better and yeah. never never dropped you know and yeah. and just maintained the absolute high point for the entirety of the movie for me so yeah it's not my number two past lives
1: just a freaking great film loved for it you, yeah yeah just <laughs> wish for one of us no nah, yeah I, I look I, I will give it a shot another time but it's not on the top of my also
2: start you know one of the few movies I saw that started a morning show lead lead actor so bonus uh, points yeah
1: uh, number two for me, Miyazaki's Boy in the Heron. Uh, love this film. Immediately shot up to the top of his oeuvre for myself. Uh,
2: Especially after watching the Japanese version, I bet.
1: Yeah, 100%. Just a gorgeous film. A film that, like, we're so lucky to have. And that this guy, you know, similar to Martin Scorsese, like a man at this age, is still making perhaps some of the most profound, uh, you know, films in his um, canon. You know, I love all Miyazaki. I love the. You know the quite straightforward like Porco Rosso or Kiki's Delivery Service comparatively, or I um, you know even Castle in the Sky. These are all like sh- quite straightforward. I love I love the you know the swashbuckling fun, uh, internal and these films aren't simple either. Especially Kiki's, I find it's, like quite quite a deep film, but the, the, this film is by far and above like his most abstract. Um, you know I've spoken about it on the the show before. Love it. I just think it's so personal, uh, despite the fact that we're not being told why it's personal it just has that feeling gorgeous film beautiful story i'd hate to be his son Um, (laughs) yeah it's it's like this
2: adds to why you like it so much because it's a movie about him
1: it's so strange it's such a strange (laughs) film and a bizarre passion project and uh yeah it's it's so him uh you'd hate to be
2: his son but you'd love to be his grandson
1: yeah it's 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 such a strange this is a movie
2: for for his grandson that says essentially sorry about your dad your dad
1: your dad blows (laughs) yeah i i love this film uh i've seen it twice and i can't wait to rewatch it and i find it's pacing's amazing i find it's just it's miyazaki being miyazaki on a on a slant on a tilt um yeah and i think it's great that you know i put this in the yeah he's got such an insane canon When you look at it Like again mm. you've said it And I've said it before It's like a It does go through like Greatest hits notions But there's something about this one Where again if this is his last film And it, maybe it will be Maybe it won't be It's it, it's one hell of a way to go out Absolutely A, a, a true banger So now we're at our number one Do we want to go through
2: our, our lists um, I mean you, you could probably guess What my number one is yeah um, Slam dunk Yeah you got it And yeah. Oppenheimer Yeah um, So our number, our top tens. mine's Suzume at number ten. John Wick four. Asteroid City. Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. Killers of the Flower Moon. The Boy and the Heron. The Killer. Oppenheimer. Past Lives and the first Slam Dunk.
1: Yeah. Talk um, Tom, talk to me about you love Slam Dunk.
2: Slam, first Slam Dunk. I'm again like like just like you saw Oppenheimer four times in the cinema. Five. Five. Fucking hell. <laughs> I saw I saw the first Slam Dunk three one time in Japanese when I was in Kyoto, and then um, twice when it was released mm. here. I mean, th- did I say it four times? I can't remember. I don't think so. Um, but I, uh, I just like you know I I read through the the, the manga at the start of the year, um, <coughs> and and could not believe how mm. solid it was. Is it as, as a story? Mm. Um, was very curious as to like how they were going to adapt it into a movie. Um, and I love that the they freaking just can hell They did it. like, you know, it's so strange that they call the, mo- the movie, the first slam dunk when it's about the last the game last they play dunk. in the series. Um, <laughs> but, Japan's
1: crazy with that shit though. They'll be like, when it's a film, they're like the first thing that, you know what I mean? They're just like,
2: yeah. But again, I watched some of the original nineties and the titles are brazy and it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's fun, but it's like, it, it's not particularly impressive from an animated point of view. Whereas this, I think like, you know, this, this movie gave a lot of extremely strong, uh, animated movies. Uh, I think the, the the most popular of which didn't show up in our, either of our top tens, which is surprising. Which one? Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but I think this, for me, was by far the most impressive. And I mean, I guess you could argue Boy in the Heron too, but for different reasons. Maybe I'll say this is by far the most impressive from a computer animated point of view. You know, you couldn't... At hand animating the first slam dunk would this would be like three times the budget of, uh, oh, yeah, take 20 of, of, years. of Boy in the Heron. Yeah. Just because the, the basketball scenes are so fluid yeah. and so fast. Um, and I feel like in a way, the creator, like, you know, physically wasn't able to make the movie he wanted to make. When no, he was asked I mean, so this movie was ago. in like
1: a, not development hell, but it was in development for a long time. And eventually it was a story of his. And then eventually he was, you know, deemed the best person to direct it and i think that it's just so glad that it's almost like a happy accident the way this film turned out
2: and it expands like i love that he changes the protagonist so the genius like it's such a cool move You yeah get this the
1: character is, who kind of gets the least amount of attention in the um, manga as well yeah it
2: gets this amazing backstory that's very affecting again it's about grief it's about yeah. loss like so many of our Miyagi, movies were Beautiful
1: character um and uh shout out to uh you know getting um shows a different part of japan as well that we're not used to seeing
2: yeah totally um fucking brilliant movie and no, i can no, I, I, out of, honestly about uh, over all the movies we've talked about um so far like i know a lot of them i've been like i can't wait to watch this again again i cannot wait to watch this again and again i like, can't either out of all of the like movies that i cannot wait to own on blu-ray or whatever like mm. this one i'm just gonna be like we're yeah, watching like that 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 final minute of the game where, the, where it's just, it's just so all good. silence yeah and and they you know win by the the scrape the, the the hair of the, the you know the whatever the, the they win by a hair. They win by Hanamiuchi's redness. Was it red hair. They're, they're, they're Yeah. Oh my god, Hanami, so skin, of of skin of their teeth. their teeth is what i was going to say. Yeah. Uh, but I, just then I was like, well, there's no skin on your teeth. Why? Why no is that a is phrase? It. Anyway, the first slam dunk goes hard. I loved hard it. Hard as hell. Hard and as nails. And if you are an actual critic who didn't put this on your top ten because you haven't seen it, go see it because it fucking rules.
1: Uh, my number one, obviously Oppenheimer. Um, I again, this is this is a film why cinemas exist. While Chris, why Chris Nolan and his cohorts are on the war against uh true motion smoothing it's insane that this film exists i think um it's so important a film uh i think it's the best of his career though uh, maybe not my favorite but it's definitely up there in terms of favorite i think man yeah i mean paul schrader called it the most important film of the last 20 years i'm inclined to perhaps agree i think you cannot remove it, it is a perfect exquisite piece I, I don't think many films are perfect if at all I think this could be one of the closest films and it makes sense because Nolan is a perfectionist I think it's it's such a you know it's it's part heist film it's part jury court trial film it's it's amazing it's part biopic it's it's so gorgeously made it's so much love and care and it lets you doesn't it doesn't hold your hand it lets you decide who the protagonist can be who to believe it's just it's insane it's a beautiful film about uh again just humanity uh grief in a way (laughs) (laughs) but regret uh just yeah it's it's incredible some of the great some i think the film that has for me the best acting of the year by far everyone is firing on all cylinders everyone is a guy of the year in this film yeah that's true some of the sequences like the trinity test what if we give oppenheimer the guy of the year i think so award. yeah yeah he's on the big thing some of you know obviously the trinity sequence is amazing but you know the the the, the disposition scenes are just amazing with the, the the use of lighting or when oppie gives a speech and the, you know the sounds cut out amazing sound design uh, Ludwig's score is incredible this is like just a perfect package and I think I I, I I really well I don't really care about the Academy this is one year where I'm like really rooting for Christopher Nolan in this film to be recognized as hell because Man, it, it it cooks hard. This movie's like crossed a billion almost, I think. Which is it's, yes, the third high,
2: third highest um uh, performing movie at of the year. It's insane. It's it goes, insane it's that it's like it's a, like, it's a like three... Barbie, Mario, in this, which it's is crazy.
1: This is like a three hour biopic about like the guy who helped invent the nuclear bomb. And, and
2: like it's... yes, the Barbenheimer attachment helped kickstart that, but I feel like this it movie is maintained far... it. Just off the strength of its own.
1: Totally. And Barbie is like, I, I, you know, very, I think, an awesome film, very fun, but it's not going to be as remembered for, as Oppenheimer, I think. Yeah. No, I In agree with, culture, you with that. In the culture, I yeah. think that Oppenheimer is just like, I don't the see one Barbie that's... memes. You don't see Barbie memes. And
2: no one set a scene from Barbie to Linkin Park this year.
1: At least not yet. No one's ma- maybe him. we can make that happen. Uh, beautiful film amazing film so glad I've seen it five times twice so in IMAX yep. once in 70 mil and two in regular <laughs> uh, it's just yeah I mean good I mean that's testament enough for someone who is on that spectrum should we do honorable mentions
2: let's do that save for PayFam. all right let's wrap so, it up so this has been one of my favorite episodes of the year loved it How's really it? i really needed it this week that's good I'm um glad. because it's been a, a wild wild week but um wild i wild feel like west. pay is going to be even better so please come and join us over at patreon.com slash um you can either gift it to yourself or gift it to, to a friend five dollars a month gets you a bonus episode of hey fam every single week this week it's going to be about our honorable mentions our worst films of the year uh we're giving each other presents and you get to find you get to solve a mystery that was seated at the start of, uh, of this episode. What's a mystery? Who died? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who shot Mr.
1: Burns? Yeah. Uh,
2: so, uh, come come through patreon.com slash We'd love to have you in our Discord as well and you get access to it by joining our Patreon. we be uh,
1: posting our Films there too, if you want. Yeah, we'll be posting
2: cam rips of all the, all of our top ten. Yeah, phone
1: um, rips and uh, <laughs> also fan cams of some
2: of them. If you have a Hey Fam listener in your life, or maybe you don't, you, you need to get yourself a Christmas present, or recommend a Secret Santa get you something. We have Hey t shirts, which uh, we don't have any left of. Yeah, so, they are selling like um, Wahlburgers. So please uh, uh, buy yourself either the Mark Wahlberg guy of the year shirt or the uh, Kevin Feige guy of the year shirt. Uh, two amazing hayfam uh, pieces of merchandise that you can find at hayfamboys and who knows maybe one of will get of the year we'll put, we'll put it in the show notes it's HeyFamBoys.MyShopify.com is that yeah, what it is like that. um uh like we said we have like only a couple a handful of uh, of, of t-shirts in each size left so don't yeah. miss out on that and as soon as they sell out we're going to make some more so uh, extra incentive thank you so much for listening uh, to us have a great christmas and uh, we'll see you over in hayfam
1: bye bye